It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. It's almost expected here in the land of guns and insanity. Yep, another mass shooting at another club catering to a gay clientele. Club Q in Colorado Springs, Colorado was the site where a 22-year-old gunman killed at least five people and injured 25 others when he opened fire just before midnight on Saturday. Authorities on Sunday credited two heroic unarmed patrons with subduing the shooter, who coincidentally has a history of violence. Police confirmed he was arrested in June of 2021 after a standoff at a home where his mother lived when he reportedly made a bomb threat and other threats of violence. Colorado Governor Jared Polis, the nation's first openly gay governor, called the attack horrific, sickening, and devastating. President Biden responded to the tragedy with calls for gun reform and a plea to end LGBTQ hate. In New York, authorities on Sunday charged two men arrested late Friday at New York's Penn Station with multiple felony counts, including criminal possession of a weapon and making a terroristic threat in connection with an alleged plot to attack Jewish sites. Authorities said the developing threat to the Jewish community included plans detailed in social media posts about, quote, shooting up a synagogue. Police reportedly seized an 8-inch military-style knife and an illegally held gun with a 30-round magazine from the suspects. One of the two men, age 21 and 22, also allegedly had a swastika arm patch and ski mask. Lovely. But crimes are also being committed at the highest levels in our society. The New York Times this weekend out with a damning report lobbing serious allegations that a second major Supreme Court decision was leaked in advance of its release. This time, the Times alleges that a former anti-abortion leader was notified of the outcome of the 2014 Hobby Lobby case involving contraception and religious rights. The Reverend Rob Shank spoke to the Times and sent a letter to Chief Justice John Roberts claiming that he used the advance information for a PR push and added that he also tipped off the president of Hobby Lobby that he had won his case. Now, Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois, the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, said the panel is reviewing serious allegations reported by the Times. So that's two major leaks. This one and the decision on Dobbs that overturned Roe v. Wade. What else do they have in common? Well, Justice Samuel Alito is the author of the 2014 case at the center of this new report. He also wrote the abortion opinion that leaked in May. There are no coincidences. In other meltdown news, Elon Musk reinstated the former guy's Twitter account over the weekend, continuing his wave of controversial moves after buying control of the platform. Trump was banned from Twitter in the aftermath of the January 6, 2021 attack on grounds of inciting violence. Musk claimed to have based his decision to reverse the ban on a Twitter poll. However, Trump himself appears to be still weighing the idea. He praised Musk's decision, but questioned whether the site would survive its current crises. In the meantime, Trump continues to post on Truth Social, the platform he launched after his Twitter ban. Elon Musk also reinstated Kanye West to Twitter. Oh, sorry, Yee, who continues to make light of his anti-Semitism. He immediately made his presence known by tweeting, Shalom. I immediately blocked him again. 
Well, we now know that the 118th Congress will be a split government, Democrats controlling the White House and Senate, the Republicans sneaking by with the slimmest of margins to control the House. And it's looking more likely than not that current House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy will take over as Speaker of the House. But he's not there yet. He still hasn't banked the 218 votes he'll need to take the gavel. Meanwhile, current Republican Representative Adam Kinzinger, for the next month anyway, lambasted McCarthy on Sunday, saying he doesn't think McCarthy will last long as Speaker and will have to cut deals that'll divide the Republican majority. And finally, the COP27 UN Climate Summit in Egypt that ended with a historic resolution to help climate victims is under fire for still doing nothing to curtail fossil fuel usage. Negotiators from nearly 200 countries agreed to set up a loss and damage fund meant to help vulnerable countries cope with climate disasters. They also agreed that the global community needs to cut greenhouse gas emissions nearly in half by 2030. But an attempt to address fossil fuels, the biggest source of planet warming emissions causing the climate crisis, was stopped in its tracks by a number of nations, including China and Saudi Arabia. Without their support, a key proposal to phase out all fossil fuels failed. But there's a little more good news. The U.S. and China, the world's two largest greenhouse gas emitters, have resumed formal climate talks after the latter froze negotiations this summer. Baby steps. And that's just a bit of what's news. For now, I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you consider making a contribution. My work is fully listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that Donate button.